0: Hello, hello, hello. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Protect Your Glow, the podcast. Today is episode number six, and today I wanna talk briefly with you guys about, I titled this podcast, How I Stopped Being a Toxic Person. And now for those of you, um, before we begin, I just wanna give you a little bit of a housekeeping for those of you who may be tuning in for the first time. Um, I am Alice Marius. I am the owner and founder of ProtectYourGlow.com. This podcast is designed to inspire and empower young multicultural women of faith. I am sharing some of life's lessons and entrepreneurial experiences I had to learn the hard way in hopes of inspiring you to live your best life now. So before we get into today's topic, I just want to let you know I am at Protect Your Glow on social media. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, Instagram with uh, the same social media handle at Protect Your Glow. Now, um, I want to start off by defining for some of you um, who may not know, and for those of you who may already know, I just want to break it down a little bit um, for those that are new and that may be tuning in. A toxic person, what is a toxic person? Um, Toxic is defined as, the word toxic itself is defined as something poisonous. In other words, it's something that may be bad, unpleasant, or harmful. And now, when you put together the word toxic and person, uh, the person themselves are not toxic but the behavior is described as being toxic hence therefore um, sometimes, people, sometimes people may identify uh, someone who is maybe very hard to deal with as a toxic person or someone who um, is pruned to be jealous and envious of others, someone that uh, people don't like to really be around, someone who um, has this know-it-all attitude, and just someone who is very draining. And believe it or not, I used to be that person. And I am just so grateful that my faith has carried me through some of what I have experienced so far uh in my 33 years of life as some of the hardest times of my life where I was I felt like I was in this roller coaster ride of emotions um trying to find myself I'm not trying to give you guys a pity party here or a little you know boohoo moment but I just wanted to let you know um I just want to talk to you for a minute about uh some of the character some of the characteristics uh of a toxic person because I was one of them in hopes that you can identify it in someone else when you see it. Um I'll start off by saying my first point I have here is um I wrote down my mind was unhealthy and it almost killed me literally. Uh, That's because I really made everything about me and you know when you start to feed yourself all these negatives and uh, you start to feel like you're not enough or you start to maybe blame things on a situation or maybe an episode in life where something tragic or really bad happen and you cling on to that and so you start to feed your mind all these negatives and you make up stuff about what you think people are saying or not saying, Uh, it becomes very healthy because then your judgment is so clouded because um, you don't know how to rationalize reason. And uh, that was something that I, I used to do, you know. I used to just make up things in my head and thought people thought this or that. Um, I cared about it too much without even having facts. Um, but one of the things that really was a defying moment in my life, one of the turning points in my life, was when I decided to give therapy a try. And uh for those of you who've listened to the last podcast episode number 5, I did end off with saying I would do a podcast on how therapy has changed me and how it's helped me uh, to be this, you know, positive person that I am today and how it um literally saved me um besides of course praying and um my faith and when I combine my 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 faith and therapy together, it really uh, did a number on my life for the better you know so I'm grateful for that but um, I just want to talk a little bit about that I'm not really going to get into a lot of it but um, I used to be that person that thought therapy um, is not for me I don't need anybody telling me what I should and should not do I did not want to sit there and speak to a stranger who absolutely I felt knew nothing about me, so why would I care to share my pain, my past with them? You know, um, that was my mindset, and um, the only other reason why I dismissed therapy too for so long is, um, especially in the uh, Haitian community. I'm going to talk about the Haitian community because I am Haitian, and uh, I am of uh, Haitian descent, a descent, and so I will speak from what I know. Uh, I'm not going to speak for everybody. But I will speak for my culture and what I, I've i uh, come to know about it is there is definitely a stigma in the Haitian community about therapy where they uh, feel like um, it doesn't apply to someone who believes in God or someone who has faith. It doesn't apply to someone who um, is a Jesus lover because uh, prayer changes all things and that's not to say that prayer does not change all things. That is true. Prayer is powerful. But I am a firm believer um, in, uh I believe that God has placed different people on this earth uh, with different professions for a reason. And so um, I, of course, grew up with the thought in my mind that uh, therapy can't do nothing for me. Um, it's for crazy people. Um, which is not true, of course, but that's what I used to hear growing up, you know, therapies for um people that are not are mentally ill and all that stuff, which, of course, was a lie. But that's what I heard, you know, growing up. And and so my um I want to say that my vision of therapy or what I thought about it um, was made up of what I heard, you know. Um, so I was, of course, against it, but I knew that I was headed down uh, a really bad slope. I was headed down a really—I was headed for a really bad fall if I didn't clean up my act and seek the help that I needed. I was definitely headed for self-destruction, um, and one way of doing that was—I just had a very hard time you know, uh, trusting people. I had a very hard time loving people, and that showed. And so when I took the chance and I said, hey, you know what, Um, I'm tired of being like this. Let me give it a try. Uh, When I decided to give therapy a try, it definitely uh, changed my life for the better. Um, Another reason why I decided to go was um, I decided to stop hating myself because it caused me to, you know, hate brought on jealousy and envy um, and other people. I also saw the re- repercussions of my toxic behavior and the hurt that I was bringing among my family, especially. And so I did not want to um, go ahead and do that. I did not want to go ahead and do and hurt them the way I was hurting them. And then, so, um, I decided that it would be best, um, for me to, to seek therapy. And I didn't like, um, my attitude towards, um, the way I would lash out at my kids. Um, I, and I hate talking about this. It's really embarrassing, but I'm like, you know what? I want to be transparent because I feel like we don't have enough of that. Uh, and the blog is fair, especially we don't have enough of that, um, in the media. So I'm, I'm really trying to be transparent here in hopes that my honesty will, will help somebody that's going through this because, um, and another reason too. I'm getting a little, uh, off topic here, but another reason too why I definitely wanted to do this podcast and started my blog was because I wasn't seeing enough of that. And, um, I didn't, I wasn't seeing enough of women of faith who, we're just real and honest. I'm not saying you know uh, to go out there and uh, air out all your business or nothing like that, but I I was really looking for more authenticity and people that I can really be like, you know what? I hear you. I you know, uh, I, I I couldn't find that, so I couldn't find people that were were honest enough. And I told myself that you know what? Um, I I decided to launch my blog and um especially this podcast as a way to uh show the world that yes you can be a believer and be stylish and, and look good and all that stuff. Um we don't have to walk around um with with um like we have it all together because the truth is half of half of us don't so uh this podcast is definitely out here to inspire people. So back to what I was saying. Um yeah so I I saw the repercussions of my behavior towards my children, and I saw how sometimes I would even, like, um, lash out at my husband, which was unfair, of course, in every kind of way. And it's because I didn't, you know, I didn't like me. I didn't like who I was. I, I was holding on to the pain for so long that I got lost in it. I made it, I believed that the way I was being was normal, when in fact it wasn't. You know, I was limiting my own abilities because I was afraid to let my light shine. Uh, and also I have point number, um, going backwards here. So point number three I had was I had to stop carrying around the weight of my past. And point number four was I was limiting my own abilities and I was afraid to let my light shine. So when I decided to let go of the pain of my past, um, which the pain of my past was I experienced a traumatic childhood experience um, that just left me broken. And I thought that uh, I got over it. I thought um, that I was healed. But in essence, I really wasn't at that time. Now I can say I am, praise God. But I I was holding on to that. And for for some reason, I let that incident, that horrible, um, horrific incident, I let it... um, dictate my life I let it made me into I want to say I was like this this terrible person man where um I blamed everyone for that hurt you know I blamed everyone for that pain and I just felt like nobody understood me nobody can relate Uh, and so by me carrying that that weight it, it limited me it crushed me I wasn't able to realize how much of an impact I can make if I just let that go. Um, And when I said impact, I mean I didn't realize how much impact I can make on my kids and on my family um, because I was just too busy stroking that pain. And it was time to let go. So when I decided to seek help, and that's when those walls started coming off, you know, and I was able to see the truth I was able to see um, how I was causing myself to deteriorate mentally. And um, it just helped a lot. The therapy helped a lot. And the another way um, I stopped being a toxic person was because I did not trust me. So it was hard for me to trust other people. So how did I go about uh, fixing that? I decided to... Give trust a try, you know. Um, I decided to see what would happen if I just trusted people, you know. Um, and that's not to say I didn't get hurt along the way. Um, there were some people that I definitely thought had my back, and it turns out they didn't because I'm so big on being loyal, you know, and I'm big on, um, just loving people and so when the tables gets turned it's kind of like what just happened but that's you know that's people that's life you know you're gonna go through that i and i'm not exempt from pain you know i'm not exempt from pain and um so i had to learn how to not blame one person's behavior on everybody it's not to say that everybody can't be trusted it's not to say that um everybody is not um loyal you know i i was i had to let go of comparing one person to everybody, which is not, you know, which is not a good thing. Um, and point number six I have here is I longed for real friendships, but I, I said I longed for real friendships because I was that girl who wanted to have real friendships so bad. You know, I used to envy people that, uh, were really close with someone. I used to envy people that, um... Had, you know, a group of girlfriends they would hang out with and and party with. And I I didn't have that. And I realized I was causing that to myself because I secluded myself. And I also had this uh, lady that I listened to. Her name is Miley Teal. Uh, She's an awesome podcaster. You guys should check her out. Um, She said something that's very profound and it stuck with me. And it was like, she said, in order to have friends... You first need to learn how to be a friend, and that was my issue. You know, I did not know how to be a friend. I did not know how to go about loving people for who they were. I was so busy wanting other people to be friends with me because I thought I was cool. You know, I thought I was uh, honest and a uh, real dope, but huh, come to find out. I was really messed up. My mind was really messed up, y'all. I was, it was toxic for real. I couldn't let anybody in, you know. I had these walls up. My defense was always up. I wasn't ready to let anybody in like that. And I realized when I stopped, you know, with the help of therapy, when I started to let down let down those walls... I, in turn, became a better friend. And that's why I don't believe there's any excuse for anybody that say, um, you know, I don't know how to be a friend. Or people that say, I don't know how to be a better person. I don't know how to stop being toxic. Uh, That is not true. That's the excuse we make for ourselves. You understand? That's the excuse we make for ourselves. And I got into reading books. I w- I'm very big on reading books. Um, so I was like, you know what, in order for me to be that friend, how do I be be that friend? So I went out and I explored on ways to be a good friend, you know, started reading books. Um, I have mentors that I listen to a lot via podcast. And if you think you don't have a mentor, you're out there, you know, you want to find one and you can't find one, start reading books, start getting into podcasting you will find mentors there, you know what I'm saying? You don't need to have somebody like tangible right in front of you that you can touch. If you do have one that's great, but if you if you don't have that, uh you can get into podcasts, you can get into reading, you can get into um you know, uh research and stuff like that. You know, there's ways to go around, to go about doing that. And so when I when I studied what real friendship was and how, you know, everybody's friendship is different of course, but you know, uh to me it's I'm my my friends. The people that I consider to be friends, um, with me are honest people. They're caring. They're loving. They're go getters. You know, the people that I associate myself with, um, they don't take no for an answer. Um, they're humble. They're kind. Um, they inspire me to be better. You know, they inspire me to want to be better. And so that's the kind of people I want to associate myself with. That or that I consider myself to be friends or people that are like-minded like me who have goals in life, you know, and we push each other to be better. And another point I want to bring up is I was just ready to own my own happiness. I was ready to accept my flaws and failures and realize that what happened to me was not my fault but I was responsible for how I reacted to the situation. You understand? I'll say it again. So, if you've experienced anything dramatic in your life, so anything bad in your life, I want to let you know what happened to you was not your fault, but you are still responsible for how you react to the situation. You know, so I, I made that... Um, I remember writing that down somewhere and I was like I looked at those words and I was like I can't keep going on with my life blaming everybody or blaming that situation. I decided to take responsibility and when I decided to take responsibility, that's when things started changing for me, you know, I was more positive. Um I had a better outlook on life. And then I didn't even and what I did was I did not want to keep what I knew for myself. I decided to have a blog where I can inspire people and in turn I decided to have an extension to the blog where I created this podcast to help and empower people that may be going through some things like me or people that don't feel like they have anyone that can listen to them or they don't have anyone that they can uh, look up to or maybe they don't have a big brother, a big sister or a cousin or a friend, Um, but you know, they're believers. And even if you're not a believer, if you don't have anybody to reach out to, I wanted to be that person that, you know, would be that listening ear because, I, you know, I've gone through that and I know how it feels to to be a toxic person. And so I decided to, you know, remove the perfection Uh, coat and put on the coat of humility and humbleness. And sometimes toxic people will disguise their hurts and pain um, by wanting to get everything right. Everything has to be perfect. Everything has to be in this order or that order. Um, And it's a trap of the mind, really, because we all know that nothing's perfect. We all know that there's nobody that's really perfect. And we're striving for something that is unrealistic. Perfectionism is unrealistic. You know, that is... I think it's a trap of the mind where um, we tell ourselves that, you know, things can be perfect, but we know in reality it Uh, can't. There's nothing wrong with wanting to get something right or wanting to get something done in an orderly fashion, a timely fashion, but to get it crispy clean, that's unrealistic, you know, so uh, it's best to just do what you can and work with what you have. Of course, you want to give it your all, you want to give it your best, but it's not um healthy to beat yourself up by wanting to get it just perfectly done um and so that's what I wanted to um talk to you guys today about was how I stopped being a toxic person because at, at the end of the day, I aspire to. Just love on people, you know. I aspire to, um, I set out, I'm I, I aspire to set out to do what God has put on my heart to do, and that's just to love people and to uplift people. And I couldn't do that by being that toxic person. I couldn't do that by making it all about me, by uh, not trusting people. I couldn't do that by um, blaming everyone for uh, the things that went wrong in my life. I couldn't do that by um, thinking everyone's out to get me and not trusting people. I had to um, humble myself and really sit down with a professional to understand what that hurt stemmed from and in turn by letting go and... Wanting to grow and be a better person, not only for myself, but for, I want to be a great example for my daughter and my son. And to be that, you know, uh, the best wife I can be and the best friend and the best, uh, sister, daughter, aunt that I needed to be. I needed to stop making excuses and I needed to, um, let go. So, um, I want to leave you guys with a quote, you know, I'm that quote queen. I got to give you a quote, right? So I want to leave you guys with a quote by one of today's greatest philosophers, Miss Oprah Winfrey herself. Uh, She said, if you're sitting around waiting on somebody to save you, to fix you, to even help you, you are wasting your time. Because only you have the power to take responsibility to move your life forward. And I'll leave you on that note. I will talk to you on the next podcast. Have a good one.